Time once again for a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, alongside site publisher Tim Watts. And Tim, we've talked about that recruiting momentum for the Crimson Tide on the trail, really starting to kick in after a busy month of camps and official visits in Tuscaloosa. Here comes the bounty, or at least it seems that way, as Alabama once again strikes, this time for a big-time big man out of the state of Texas, Casey Poe, six foot four and a half, 285 pounds, from Lindale, Texas, according to the On3 Industry Ranking, the nation's top-ranked interior offensive line prospect and the number 67 overall player in the class of 2024. Another big one for the Alabama Crimson Tide, Tim. You know, Charles Power's a big fan of this guy, and I consider him the best in the business. I know you respect what he does and how he does it and has him as the number one offensive interior lineman in the country, top 50, a guy that's probably bordering in that discussion for um, moving up through this senior year. I know that's a guy that they're going to watch. And, again, we talk about Wolf, you know, having a – have you know, Coach Wolford having a, a type. He definitely has a type, and it's – guys that are big and strong and are physical. And Casey Poe, let me tell you, Casey Poe, he certainly meets meets that. He had a lot of guys, especially in the Midwest, looking at him. Oklahoma made a full push for him, never got official visit. But he went there five times unofficially. Also, Texas Tech was in there, um, took officials to Auburn and Clemson as well. So had, his, had schools across the country after him. And well, you know, we talked about this last week when Alabama picked up top 100 defensive back Xavier Brown about the importance of the cornerback in this class. Well, also on the flip side, the interior offensive line was huge for this group. And they've already got Joseph Iannato, who was, you know, guys that camped and stood out to Wolf. They uh, So Lane and Casey Pope's that second guy, because last year they got a tremendous group of offensive tackles with Caden Proctor, Wilkin Formby, and and Olas. So they had tackles last year in this group. They still want to add one, but the interior guys were the most important. So getting this guy who I imagine was probably right at the top of the board when it comes to interior guys. So they've got two guys they like, and they've got William Sanders, who's from Brookwood right up the road, who's decided sometime in July. So things seem to look be looking pretty good for Coach Wolf. Yeah, and you said it. Wolf likes his kind of guys and you know, you watch tape of Poe, and maybe it's a jersey number. I'm guilty of this, like a lot of folks, but I see 75, and a couple of guys come to mind. Maybe uh, Barrett Jones, maybe Bradley Bozeman, you know, a couple of guys that have worn that jersey number in the past. Poe, at the high school level, you see him at left tackle, you see him at left guard, you said it. It's a guy who likes to get after it in the run game. It looks like Glendale High School to me really likes to run the rock. They go with tight splits. Uh, they're run heavy uh, in his tape. Uh, but again, guys like Ari Quanjo too, that we've seen at Alabama, and that's 6'4", 6'5", range, 315-ish or so. They kind of project Poe in and, and that way, and a very nice pickup, and you said it, uh, a growing offensive line class after a year ago when tackles were more prevalent, uh, really four tackle class for Alabama last year. Rock Montgomery, in terms of just true interior guys, that was the extent of it in 2023. So uh, I guess this direction is one that doesn't surprise you all that much with the with the projections of the big guys inside. No, you knew they were going to target that. You know, again, going back to the secondary last year, you saw a heavy safety group, you know, really brought in only the one pure corner. 
this year, you know, it would kind of be flip-flopped. And that's going to be the same for the offensive line. And, you know, again, getting these guys on camp, getting them on campus, getting them around the staff, making sure that they're, uh, you know, you know, have an official visit on uh, the weekend of uh, June 23rd, get them on campus, seeing what kind of guys they are. Now, I know that a lot of coaches will say this, but I believe it's as true as anybody in the nation that Wolf thinks that it's not just physical and how they do look and, you know, how they play. I think he also knows there's a mental aspect to being at Alabama. And I think he's looking for guys like there that, you know, will fight you. You know, basically guys that will get out there and fight you. And also position flexibility. You know, everybody we're talking about on this offensive line so far are guys that could project at either guard. You see them playing tackle in high school, even though they probably don't project there. But it's not completely off the table and also center. So you have those kind of guys and, you know, you've seen that momentum build up from all that work in June. And, again, these guys were just jam-packed in June and, you know, got a well-deserved break once that once that dead period hit. But, uh, yeah, we're seeing all that now with all these guys lining up to make these decisions. So it continues a run of commitments in July for Alabama with the addition of Casey Poe. What are you projecting at this point as we continue to move through the month, Tim. I know there's some other announcements that have been set, uh, maybe some that aren't public yet that could be on the horizon as well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the guy I'm really curious about is going to be Caleb Odom. He's a tight end from Georgia. Huge fan of this guy. Love his film. I mean, to me, he's a wide receiver. You know, he's kind of that, you know, and again, I'm not calling him this guy, but he's kind of that Jimmy Graham type tight end that you know he's become so popular you can line him up in the slot you can line him about wide you see him at the you know inline sometimes so he's a guy that's certainly someone um i'm excited about he's uh committing on july 15th and i think alabama's done a good job so far there you got william sanders you know the guy we mentioned earlier from brookwood he's supposed to go sometime in july i don't know the exact date some of these guys are putting their you know, their dates in motion. And then, you know, you got some bigger names. Demarcus Reddick's going to make a big decision. Uh, committed to Georgia, looking at Alabama and Auburn. There's been a lot of back and forth with Alabama talk lately. So there's a lot of guys coming through June. And these are just the scheduled guys. I mean, you you know, you can throw up a uh, commitment date in a heartbeat or just out of the blue. I mean, we saw one of the few shockers in recent years when the uh, – uh, Cam Coleman committed to Texas A&M when everybody had him penciled in for Auburn. He just out of the blue, just regularly on one night, we get an edit and he's committed. So that's not off the table. You know, you never really know how these guys are going to handle their commitment. Well, there's enough schedule to be excited about. And then also there could be some, uh, some surprises on dates and, and stuff. And as we know, with some guys, still a long way to that December signing date. So yeah, I take that into consideration as well, I guess. You know, and I told, you know, I've told several people, the guys we're covering in July, we could very well be covering in December. <laughs> but, you know, you think you know what you know, and then all of a sudden you want to go to the Auburn-Georgia game. You know, you want to go to the Alabama-Texas game. You want to go to Michigan-Ohio State. You know, you start mm-hmm. to see Oregon. You start going to games like that, you might not know as much as you thought you did. So but that's part of the recruiting cycle that we love so much. So from a coaching staff perspective and understanding, it starts with the man at the top and Nick Saban. But from a position coach or coordinator uh, perspective, uh, the effort so far for the 2024 cycle, is there one or two of these guys that's standing out to you or is it kind of spread across the staff so far? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends on what you need. You know what I mean? When you're, you know, you obviously, I think T-Rob's definitely standing out right now. And Wolf, I think you're hearing a lot of them, um, you know, a lot of guys, because that's kind of been the focus so far in the, you know, in this class. But at the same time, I mean, it, it it's always, and I think any of them will tell you that, you know, they're going to say it's a team effort. And it is because you go through the, you know, I think the biggest misconception is how recruiting's done at Alabama. It's area, his position, his coordinator, his head coach, kind of in that order, um, with Nick Saban making all the final decisions. But um also, you know, we haven't really mentioned it, but Holman Wiggins has went in and got Julian mm-hmm. Sagan, and he's also got uh, you know, Xavier Brown. So he's got some pretty some pretty good football players he's went out there and got. So I think it's kind of early, but I think by the end, you know, I think we're gonna see more of it. Um, especially, you know, I think like Kevin Steele's doing some mop-up work and as a defensive coordinator, he's coming in and helping on all the defensive guys. So I think it's pretty spread out at Alabama. And I know if you ask any of them, they would definitely say that. But there's a lot of individual work that goes with it. So Wolf did a, you know, a good job. T-Rob's doing a really good job as well. Holman's still doing work in Texas too, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he's so. kind of, yeah, he's got one of those weird areas kind of broadened out. So yeah, mm-hmm. spread out pretty good. So there you go, Tim. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? A big one, Casey Poe, nation's number one interior offensive line prospect for the class of 2024 committed to Alabama. No, I think just, you know, you guys stick around the round table. We've got a lot of great things happening. Andrew Bone, Joseph Hastings, the recruiting coverage has been absolutely crazy. And now the team's about to ramp up here with, you know, obviously led by you and Charlie Potter, Clint uh, Lamb, Jimmy Stein, all of you guys love the team. And we do, obviously, too, but we focus on recruiting. But there's going to be a lot of stuff happening. There's not really going to be a break in the summer. You're going to have that heavy June, you know, commitment July, and then we're going to head on into that summer with the commitments. I mean, with the from the commitments into the practices where I think recruiting will get a little bit more quiet and um, things will switch back to, to college football. Absolutely. We'll have it all for you right there at BamaOnline.com. As Tim said, hang out with us on the premium message board, the round table right there at BamaOnline.com. And of course, we have this podcast, the Bama Online podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the Bama Online podcast as of yet, we hope you'll do that. If you leave us a rating and a review, that would help us out tremendously as well. For Tim Watch, Travis Schreier, thanking you for joining us once again. And until next time, so long, everybody.